Hello, listeners. Welcome to Star Wars What If, where we take a part of the Star Wars timeline and change it to see what would have happened. Today, we are going to see what if Sam Wessel had succeeded in killing Padme Amidala in Star Wars Attack of the Clones. In this video, we are saying that she kills Padme in the second attempt with the bug creatures in Padme's apartment room. So, let's get started. In this story, Padme is sleeping in her apartment bedroom, and Anakin and Obi-Wan are arguing about whose Force Sense is more powerful, and they argue more in this story, so that the bug creatures succeed, and they poison Padme, and she dies. Anakin is devastated, but he can't show it, as he is a Jedi who is not allowed to have personal attachments. In this, in this case, nobody would trust Jar Jar Binks to be a senator because he is kind of stupid. So instead, they choose the Queen of Naboo to take her place, and Queen re-elections will take place on Naboo. Anakin is now partnered with Obi-Wan to track down whoever shot Zam Wessel with a dart. Zam Wessel still dies in this story as Anakin and Obi-Wan chase her down after she succeeds in killing Padme Amidala. And while they are walking to their ships, which are two Delta-7 Aether Sprite interceptors, Anakin convinces Obi-Wan to let him go rescue his mother while Anakin goes to rescue his mother. Obi-Wan will go talk to Dexter Jetster at the diner to track down the creator of the saber dart. So cutting over to Anakin, Anakin gets there in time to rescue his mom. There's no wasted time on Naboo, so his mom is saved, and she goes back to a normal life with the Lars family, who gets introduced to Anakin. Obi-Wan's journey goes the same, and he travels to Kamino, where Anakin meets him, where Anakin meets up with him. Obi-Wan is in charge, so he keeps Anakin in check. And eventually they follow Jango Fett to Geonosis after Obi-Wan puts a tracker on Jango. Jango is a highly skilled warrior and not even Anakin is able to get on his ship or capture him. You have to remember that Anakin is still just a Padawan. Obi-Wan and Anakin enter Geonosis and... They snoop on the Separatist Council meeting where Anakin is caught. Well, Obi-Wan is caught, but Anakin isn't. And after Dooku explains that the Sith Lord is under control of... He is in control of the Senate and Galactic Republic. Anakin rescues him, and they... 
they contact a team of 40 Jedi to confront the Separatist Council. So when they capture the Council and the plans for the Death Star, Dooku runs off. The Jedi are highly skilled warriors, and Dooku didn't have enough time to deploy the droids. And this is where Yoda and Mace Windu confront Dooku in a, an epic duel. Mace and Yoda circle around Dooku as Dooku ignites his red-bladed lightsaber. He aims a attack of force lightning at Mace Windu, which he blocks, having studied Sith battle tactics. Mace tries to reflect the lightning back on Dooku, but Dooku force pushes him back, and Mace falls down. Yoda attacks Dooku from the front. He and Dooku exchange blows, while Mace gets up and rejoins the fight. Once Mace rejoins the fight, Yoda goes airborne, and bounces all off walls and support beams, distracting Dooku in time for Mace to stab Dooku and kill him. Yoda doesn't think it was the best decision, decision, but Mace already did it, and Dooku was a great threat. Back on Coruscant, the former Queen of Naboo and new Senator, replacing Padme Amidala, decides to give the Chancellor emergency powers to form an army. The clones are sentenced to battle, and the Clone Wars have started. The droid army is now in direct control of tactical droids, General Grievous, and Palpatine. The Clone Wars go pretty much as they did with Ahsoka leaving, and we come to the time of Revenge of the Sith. Palpatine tries to tempt Anakin to the dark side, but because Padme died already, Anakin stabs and kills Palpatine when Palpatine admits to it. The Jedi and Anakin send a message to General Grievous to shut down the droid army by impersonating Palpatine using a voice modulator. The Jedi remain, and the clones protect and help Jedi on many missions. Anakin is made a master, and Ahsoka rejoins the Jedi Order. This is a great triumph for Anakin and the Jedi Order, because Ahsoka has a lot of potential and power. Anakin decides to create a Jedi Temple on Tatooine, where he can always watch over his planet. Anakin eventually marries Bo-Katan Kryze, because after being introduced to her on a mission to Mandalore after the Clone Wars, they find out that they have a lot in common, liking battle and combat. And Bo-Katan leaves Mandalore 
while Ursa Wren and her husband and her daughter Sabine Wren and her son Tristan rule Mandalore. Ezra Bridger is trained as a Jedi once he is discovered by a recruiter and Kanan Jarrus is trained to the status of a Jedi Master because eventually he trains Ezra Bridger. In this timeline, Luke and Leia are never born, but with Anakin as a master, the Jedi Order decides to change its rules, and Jedi can now have families and children, and he and Bo-Katan's kids are very powerful, just like Luke and Leia. In this timeline, Luke and Leia are never born, Kylo Ren is never born, and Ray Palpatine is never born. Many Jedi who died in Order 66 are not killed, including Plo Koon, Kiati Mundi, and Jero Tapal, and Depo Balaba. The droid armies are created in the scrap metal, and General Grievous is eventually, hunt is eventually hunted down and destroyed by Master Obi-Wan Kenobi, who is made second in command of the Jedi Order behind Yoda, when Yoda realizes that Mace Windu has sort of a dark streak and shouldn't be making a lot of decisions. Pal Palpatine is dead, and Anakin never had visions of Padme, so he never worries about stopping people from dying. His mother never died either, so, again, he never worries about stopping people from dying. Anakin lives happily on Tatooine with Bo-Katan and trains his kids in the ways of the Jedi. Snoke is never created because we learned in The Rise of Skywalker that he was just a puppet and had no real power. The Empire falls apart. Well, the Empire was never created. And eventually... The clones figure out about the inhibitor chips, and all of the cloners at Kamino are put on trial, where they are eventually told to shut down their cloning operations and become normal people who are only allowed to do cloning operations for independent people and not governments of any planets or multiple systems. All the clone troopers are happy, even though they do age fast. And Captain Rex is made a battalion leader who is in charge of many, many troops. And he goes on missions next to Anakin and Ahsoka many times. Harrison Dula never has to fight against the Empire, and she lives happily on Ryloth with her parents. Zeb Aurelios never has to leave Lasan because it is never ravaged by Agent Callus and the Empire, and Sabine Wren rules Mandalore with her mother. This timeline works out for the good guys, and if you I don't really see a way that this could go differently. 
I think that with Padme dead and Anakin completely focused on having the people who killed Padme stopped and focused on Jedi work, the galaxy would be a lot better than it turned out. And I think the fan base would be a lot happier if this happened because we would never get the Rey Skywalker moment. Rey is not a Skywalker. She's a Palpatine. Deal with that. I hope you like this episode. And recommend episodes at StarWarsBadBatch at gmail.com. Just send me a Gmail. And I'll try to do that episode. But that is it for this episode. So may the force be with you. Always.